0: Hey everyone, it's Carl Sanfilippo. Today's episode of Victory Within, we are going to interview Kyle Newell, AKA the human strength expert. Kyle is a personal friend of mine for the last 30 years. Uh, I've seen Kyle transition since we were kids to an adult and I've seen him go through his journey of physical fitness. He has had a lot of hurdles over the years. He's had a lot of great accomplishments, so I'm excited to share this story with everybody. Um, Kyle owns multiple gyms, he's a published author, and he's really just a smart guy. So I hope you take a lot of nuggets away from today. Enjoy the show. Hey, good morning everybody today i am super excited to uh be interviewing an old friend of mine for about 30 years since middle school uh, he's the owner of newell strength in hillsborough new jersey and flemington new jersey kyle newell kyle thank you so much for joining today
1: hey, thanks cole man i'm looking forward to this man it's been a long time
0: and I <laughs> I'm excited to bring Kyle on because we bring so many people in the real estate industry. We've had interviews with CEO of REMAX, other uh, high-level agents throughout the country, but I'm excited to bring on Kyle because I think there's a lot of parallels in what he does to the real estate business and any business in general when you start talking about leadership, business development, things like that. So Kyle, appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you're busy, but tell us. Tell everybody watching, tell us a little bit about your story. Tell us about the progression. How did you become the owner of these gym and the, the human strength expert? Yeah,
1: Sure, man. So I went uh, when I came out of uh, Delaware, University of Delaware, in 2003, when we graduated college, I went right to Rutgers and worked with the football team, strength and conditioning. And uh, it was a great experience. But I knew at that point, that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do after that summer, at that time in my life. So I went back for health and phys ed uh, teaching certification at the same time I was starting to compete in bodybuilding shows so when I would go to the gym uh, to work out people you know and I was doing some unusual stuff at the time it wasn't you know, and people would say hey can you write me a program so I would start writing programs and all this stuff and started teaching in 2006 started running the weight room over in Bridgewater high school and it just kind of grew it kind of evolved uh, so a, a tony robbins book inspired me awaken the giant within i had taken a few years off uh from competing i was having all these digestive like ulcers all this stuff i wound up having some surgeries and when i went to, around the country to different places cleveland clinic i went down to a hospital in tennessee and i was really depressed nobody could figure out what was going on so i stopped working out and stopped doing all this stuff so finally i said i'm gonna compete again because i have nothing else i felt like i had nothing else to live for. i'm just gonna compete what do i have to lose get my mind maybe off of this issue and as i started doing that i started reading tony robbins and started really getting back into shape and and all my symptoms went away so there's a whole reason for that but it really sparked reading that book uh that hey you know i got a lot more that i can give and it was between a landscaping business and Personal training because my first business as a kid, a young kid, 10 years old, was lens. I would go around cut grass kind of and I love that. And um so I started the business, slowly started growing it and you know, out of the card in my parents' basement. And then uh when you started training again, uh you know, came back uh crossed paths with me at the first facility in 2011, I was still teaching and um you know I taught for another year and a half, kept expanding the business and uh i resigned from teaching right at the weekend of hurricane sandy that friday oh wow we had a resignation in and then sandy hit and the gym was basically a mess i mean the roof came off the gym um you know water damage had to move spots temporarily but i now you know i knew i had 60 more days of teaching and i was hey. so it was hey. kind of a test it was a test it was a cool story um you know so that's kind of and now we're here you know we kept expanding so we got spot in Hillsborough, spot in Flemington, and uh, yeah, got some good stuff planned for the future.
0: That's awesome, man. And I think uh, anyone listening, you definitely have to be disciplined to be able to do all the things that you have done, grow the businesses, uh, compete, bodybuilding competitions. And I've seen part of the journey and it's been uh, amazing to watch. But one thing we've always talked about, and I got to give you credit, man. You You are ahead of me on this. Talk to me about how important the education, the learning, and, you know, when I say education, I don't mean the college degrees and all that, I, you know, the education, the business, the real world education that you've got that have helped you along the way.
1: It's It's been, uh, you know, I started, you know, it, it goes back to that Tony Robbins book. And, and at that point, I was not really a leader. You know, I wasn't really um, learning actively. You know, I, I would just kind of learn. I would study the strength stuff and, and whatnot bodybuilding stuff. But then that book put me on a path to investing in myself and just becoming obsessed with learning from the best people building my library, going to seminars. I mean, I remember um, I don't know if you were there that week, but there was a seminar back in the fall of 2011. I wanted to go to out in Ohio and I left some of the the clients in charge of the gym. Uh Uh And I said, I'm going, going, so you guys got to run the gym. But it's been, it's been invaluable as far as studying Continuing to expand to this day, you know that's some. You know, my wife Devin knows if there's a you know anything that'll put me on edge. It's, it's a day without learning something.
0: All right. You know. So uh, yeah. that's awesome, man. And the same way, and we talk about this all the time. How education really helps propel, especially when you're feeling kind of stuck. Yeah, uh, it's a great way to help you get propelled out of ruts. Yeah. So you know, you said you said something there that's important to me, and it's something we talk about a lot. Uh, the word leadership. And to me, leadership can mean a lot of different things. Um, and no matter what kind of community you'd be the head of, you could be the leader of. I mean, tell me a little bit about your leadership journey. You know, tell me what leadership means to you, how you look at leadership, um, how you try to be a leader within your community at Newell Strength.
1: Sure. The way I look at leadership is, is there's basically two. some people are stepping into a leadership role. Like, like if you hire a CEO of your business, they know they're okay, stepping into a leadership role. And then, if we start our businesses like you and I did, it just kind of comes with the terror. You got to grow into it. You didn't necessarily start doing that because you wanted to lead this large number of people, but if you find out, hey, I got to get pretty good at this leadership stuff. Otherwise, it's uh, okay. Thanks, right, Dan. See bye-bye. you later. Bye. If if you um, if you don't step into it it's gonna flounder so what it means to me really is is somebody i got tattooed on my wrist this acronym is do what you said you would do so that's the simple simplest thing i try to lead and live by and uh i know people are just like kids right they're learning my team everybody else that's around me they're observing what i'm doing it's not necessarily me telling them stuff but they're, they're seeing you know, there's always a book with me there's always you know, conversation, oh, I learned this, you know, and then it sparks something in them. So to me, it's really about being by uh, leading by example, integrity, and honesty. You know, just having conversations that might be uncomfortable with people, but you, you live by your principles. And I think most people call don't have a philosophy that they live by or any type of principles that they live by. They just kind of go with whatever way, but you got to take time to say, This is what I live by. This is what I
0: believe in. This is what I'm going to do. Who have been role models and leaders to you growing up and throughout life that have really helped shape the way you're leading it and living?
1: Man, role models growing up. You know, the, the funny one, who I've never met, obviously, is, uh, but I, as a teenage boy that really kind of connected with his mindset was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've a opposed yeah. for a year, and it was all about the mindset. And I remember learning, you know, obviously like a young guy where you get attracted to the to the muscles and what that could possibly bring into your life. But he, uh, something that always stuck with me was when he was 12, 13 years old, he told all his buddies in Austria, I'm going to go. And this is before he could even speak English. He says, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to be the best bodybuilder in the world. I'm going to be an action star in Hollywood. And I'm going to go into American politics. And they thought he was crazy. He said, you can't even speak English. And you don't, you don't even have any muscle. But he had the vision. So, and, you know, I remember in high school, I would always study Schwartz. I would watch Puppy Art over just to kind of get that to my mind. So he's a role model from afar. And then uh, my parents, like I know your parents had a big impact on you. That they, they, one thing I, I'm very fortunate with, my parents were as least judgmental as you could be. They let yeah. me and my brothers learn on our own. They would guide us. But they didn't say, hey, you got to do this. You have to do this. This and You know they've always been supportive and loving and uh you know they want the best for you but just kind of using that non-judgmental with our clients here yeah i think that's you know my i learned a lot from my parents as role models as far as just how to be a of everything you know i got three brothers we're all different you know we're similar in a lot of ways we're all different in a lot of ways And, and my parents allowed us to grow so you know they were definitely role models and then um yeah, a lot of my, my role models. I've, I've hired coaches throughout the years as right. I've gotten older. Really, I only hire people that I they have something in their life that I'm aspiring to. Right. You know, so, so uh, Vince Gabriel's been coaching me for a long time since 2012. Still coaching me. We have become real good buddies. Kind of like you were telling me with the, your buddy that coaches you. Yeah. Okay. More friendship now, but it's uh, you know he's always grown. That attracts me. He's always learning. Still, he's running his match He's always learning. He's Always got his own coaches. So
0: I I look forward to the role models that that are constantly growing. You know, Kyle, one thing I could say is being a member of your gym in the past and and seeing around it is one thing I think that you have a special knack for is making everybody feel important in your gym and not judging anybody. Um, Because going to a new gym, it could be very intimidating, especially for somebody who might not have worked out for a while or might not be in the best shape that they want to be is You definitely embrace everybody within the gym and make them feel very welcome because you have athletes at all different levels at your Mm -hmm. gym from just basically pro pro athlete level to just beginning working out, haven't worked out in 20 years. And I think you give everybody all a very similar experience. Yeah, I think that's why your gym is growing. So I just want to acknowledge you for that because I think you've done a great job on that.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I think that's uh, it is. You got to make people feel welcome as soon as they step in. And find that common bond, you know, and connect them with somebody else in the gym. I remember just growing up, you know, I was never very, I was not, I'm an introvert. I was not very social. Um, So I remember what that feels like walking into a spot and, and feeling a little awkward. So we try to make that a point to, hey, come here, you know, just break the ice, you know.
0: And it's funny you say that. A lot of people call me the introvert extrovert, and I think that. And I read an article about what an introvert extrovert is, and I was like, "This is pretty spot on. This yeah. is pretty spot on." So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I always give you credit for too is, and you were you were ahead of the curve on this too, is your marketing. Uh, you really, really embraced marketing more so than I think and i don't mean this in a bad way more so than maybe people think would own a gym would embrace marketing um and you did a talk a little bit about your marketing direct response marketing and how that's affected your business and how you've learned that because it's it's a quality i think your copyright and if anyone's watching this and you're not friends with kyle or followers jim you definitely have to follow in front of requests i mean kyle is really good at copyright he's really good at telling the story and i tell realtors all the time that like People remember what they see, and what they what they hear, and what they read. So, impor- good copyright is so important. So, yeah. kind of unpack that a little bit for us.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I learned uh, when I started the business.
0: Right away, I was
1: like, okay, I didn't know what, what I was doing with marketing. Yeah, no idea. I still have some of the old flyers, and I, it was the effort was there. Right, I would try. I would literally ride my bike around local neighborhoods and put flyers in the mailbox. You know, so that, that and then I started saying, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta start studying this, just like I, know, I studied the human body and nutrition." So I started studying Dan Kennedy, right? okay Dan Kennedy and Seth Godin, and then I started going to their seminars, and then I I, I, I started studying that way more than I started. I, I, I had a very good base already with training throughout the years, so I put everything I had into that, and I said, "Okay." If I can market, like you said, most people in, in this industry, you know, now it's more common, but there was no thought to marketing. There was right. a word of mouth. But was, okay, that's a good form a market, but how are you going to drive that? And uh, you know, studying some of these, these great marketing experts going through their courses, because most people get these things right that the order of course comes to their house, whenever you do it. I would always go through it. No matter how long it took me, I'd go through it, practice it, and then anytime I learned something, I would apply it right away. I would test it I would, you know whether that's teaching it or or put mailing out and then you know nowadays we do a lot of stuff on facebook and in it, it i realized if you know marketing and all businesses marketing correct you know, going to multiple businesses just because i know how to market i don't i don't know technical stuff i can find somebody to maybe help me with that stuff you know and it's uh it is and then and then you weave in i love writing i love making content and that's kind of not necessarily your paid marketing, but it's like you said, building that trust, building that story and teaching stuff you're passionate about. And they see that and then they're gonna also see the ads, the copy, you know, the ad copy, all this stuff, you know, and, and then boom, it's a one-two
0: punch. And it's uh, it's very powerful if you start studying and applying it. And I think uh, anyone who's watching this really, Dan Kennedy, Seth Godin, great resources, great free books. And I don't have to go right to that. If you want, you can go to their seminars. I mean, one thing now, there's so much great content out there for free that there's really no excuse more so than there was ten, eleven years ago when you and I really started getting into this. Yeah. yeah it was- I mean, you could you could you could go on a deep down spiral on YouTube on, on a lot of this stuff and it's a lot more readily available. You know, and one thing you do and I tell a lot of agents this is I talk about the power of video. Talk about that a little bit because you really embraced video with your business as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because I I had a YouTube channel before. I I mean, I would like to see, I mean, this is going back to 2008, I had a YouTube channel. So, and I still have it, and I don't use that. I want to get back more into that, but I I started realizing that video, when I first started using it, was a way to become a local expert, local celebrity. People say, oh, he's on YouTube. And it's a lot of people that, at least then, that was a big deal the computer is on a, it's on a yeah. and and now it's evolved where I do a couple of weekly videos every week and I never script them I just go and it's again it's that constant of uh, positioning yourself as the expert and I love to teach and a lot of stuff uh, like I said I'll learn it and then I'll hop on a video and teach it right away now I cemented more in my head and I gave a, a seminar in March right before the quarantine hit to a bunch of gym owners. We're talking about get putting on live seminars because we do that here. And we, we usually have to draw a pretty good crowd and we're 50 to 120 people. And a lot of people are scared to speak you know, public speaking. And I say, Guys, the quickest way you can get good at this is start doing live videos. Just hit the button and go. Yeah. yeah. And you can go and doesn't matter if it's perfect. You know. But you're constantly putting stuff out. You never know who's going to see something. You never know what's gonna resonate with somebody. And it's, uh, you know, people are seeing you, right? They're seeing you, they're they're connecting with you. So video is extremely important. If you have fear of it, you just gotta start doing it. And
0: it's not like there's a million people that are gonna be watching right out the gate. And it's funny, I did a, uh, we had a meeting online virtual the other day. And one of my agents came up to me and goes, Carl, three years ago, you were terrible at public speaking, but you are so good right now and because it, it, it took practice, it took consistency. I always say you can't get attached to the, re, you can't get attached to the re, the instant result. You gotta get attached to your process and your practice. And I think that that resonates a lot with gyms. Yeah. You're not gonna go work out one day and lose 30 pounds, but if you get to the attached to the process of the healthy lifestyle, the results will follow.
1: Yeah, it's right on, man. So you got it. it's a craft, man. How are you gonna present yourself in the speaking, right? And the speaking to me is so powerful. Um, a lot of the coaches I've hired, they've worked on that a lot with me and I've taken that. I'm going to uh, in September, uh, speaker school for three nice. days, get critiqued, you know, get up in front of people and get, you know, let them rip you a new one, but it's how you get
0: better. Right. And you know, you, like you said, it's a process, you always gotta be getting better at it. And what I love about this and the reason I wanted to have you on is I just hear so many similarities between your business and my business, we do live seminars once a month. I mean, we've had to kind of pivot to virtual right now with everything going, but uh, pre-quarantine once a month, we do a live seminar, then I'm speaking, I bring somebody in to speak, it's a free educational, just try to give to realtors that can help them with their business and anything else. Um, It's not a salesy meeting and it's the same type of thing. We do the same type of marketing. I always say the worst thing, an agent can join my company if they say, if I knew how great it was to join your company, I would have joined years ago. And when I hear someone say that, I say, you know, that's a bad job of marketing on my end, right? Because a part of marketing is you should show people what it's like to be part of your community before they're in your community. And this is something, so any agent watching this, the same principles I'm using, Kyle's using, if you're using your business and you stay consistent with it, it will grow your business um, in a different way.
1: It will. It will a thousand percent. it's like you said, people want to do it one time. Oh, I didn't get anything. Well, it's pretty it's about what are you giving? And it's, you just keep showing up. and keep being
0: consistent over and over. And you're going to, uh, it's, it's the magic will happen. You know, Kyle, tell us a little bit. I always like hearing this because I always say when people are are on their journey, a lot of people tend to just see the good things. I mean, tell us about some of your greatest accomplishments. What do you think was one of your best accomplishments? But on vice versa, what was one of your biggest challenges that you had to overcome? So within the business? Just in business and life in general. I would say... uh...
1: The greatest accomplishment, right, you know, for me, uh, you know, we've got three little children is 10 years ago, I would not have been ready for that because I was so uh, out of harmony and out of balance, which I'm obsessed with the business that it would have been bad to bring them into. So I wouldn't have given them the attention that now I can give them and be mindful with them. So I'm really happy with that, the growth I've had in that area as far as just trying to live life in harmony and not work 70, 80 hours a week. You know, and some of the biggest challenges was going through that process as far as being able to be present in the moment and stop thinking about everything I had to do for the business. And when I resigned from teeth, the reason we made that decision when we did, me and Devin, um, was the year before I gotten really bad pneumonia. I was just burning myself out. I got really bad pneumonia. Then I blew out my uh, left eye attendant. Yeah. You know, you know, I missed the rest of the school year teaching, and I realized physically, and that's almost ten years ago, so quite a bit younger than, But it was I was thirty years old, but I, I I couldn't sustain what I was. I knew we knew. I said, okay, you got to pick, you know. And so it's been a big transition point from that. That was tough times, you know, just not being the best health, even though I was in fitness because I wasn't sleeping because I thought that was what I should be doing. I should be up working all hours of the night. I remember it was years ago, and you, you had posted something. Like, Why are you up at whatever time that you said something? I put something up. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you up at four o'clock in the morning. And that was what I thought I should be doing at the time. Out everybody, and um, you learn, right? You learn. So it's it's those were tough times when I when I didn't know how to treat my mind and my spirit as far as resting them.
0: Yeah, yeah you know, and I have the same challenge. I think just being a super, like on the disc profile, like a high D, like. Super driven and I think some people are shocked sometimes by my drive because I, I I don't really talk about it a lot. I just do it. Mm. But th- turning that D down sometimes is, is very difficult yeah. uh, Especially when you're you know, you have an idea you know, I kind of have that pit mentality. I get lock-jawed on it. Like I want to see it through. I want to see it executed Sometimes it's tough to like hey, you need to scale it back right now. Yeah for the for the rest for the balance of your life
1: Yeah, it is man. Because otherwise you know, it,
0: it could be a lonely life. Uh, so tell me this, what's one, are you, which one uh, you mentioned before, besides the Tony Robbins, what's another book that has had a huge impact on your life?
1: I would say um, The War of Art, not The Art of War, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Okay. The War of Art, and, and it's really about, it's such a simple read, but it's so great because it's about whatever your calling is, there's always going to be this resistance that comes to meet you, to stop you. So if you're, you know if I'm a writer, the hardest thing, the, the, the easiest thing to do is actually when I'm writing, but it's getting to the keyboard to write. This text is going to come through. This email is going to come through. And then he really explains the process. Anything where you're trying to advance in life, there's going to be resistance. If you're trying to go the other way, there's going to be no resistance. If you just say, I'm going to shut, I'm going to close my shops Close my business. I'm just going to go be a general manager at Best Buy. You're not going to face. I mean, it's going to be an easy thing, but you're trying to scale up. So that was a great book, Uh, the 50th Law, which I read when I was resigning from teaching, uh, by Robert Greene and Fifty Cent. You know, and a lot of people hear that, and I can't. I'm like, listen, the book. He goes into so much history in the book about people that were fearless, like Napoleon, Malcolm X, all these people. And then and, and it goes back to 50 cents life on the streets. And now he had this vision of what he wanted for his life. And he was just using that as a means to move forward. And, and look at him now, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars his empires worth. So I found it really,
0: really uh, inspiring book. Uh, I've never, I've, I just wrote that down. I'm definitely want to check that out. Both of them. Yeah, both of them were really good. That's awesome. So one last question, Kyle, and I think you touched on this a little bit. What would you tell the 20 year old Kyle now?
1: stop and smell the roses I think you know enjoy like we were just talking about enjoy it a little more uh when I was competing it was when I started competing later on the later contests I got that a little more that hey it's not it's about the process but I remember you know when I would go to my therapist throughout the years and say you gotta have some compassion for yourself it can't just be like driven like you said like you can't you gotta enjoy what you've achieved and somehow just kind of enjoy life. Like there'd be a lot of times. I remember early twenties. My and my dad would joke. He's like, "Yo, yeah, like, why don't you ever smile?" You know. But I was always thinking about what I had to do next. You know, not be present in the moment. So I would say if I could learn mindfulness earlier on, yeah. down that would be what I would tell the twenty
0: year old Kyle. I mean, Kyle, so many things just resonate with me. Just thinking, just reflecting on myself because uh, somebody asked me on a, on an interview once, like, "What was your greatest weakness?" I said, "Never." never taking a second to recognize what I've, I've accomplished because my mind's already thinking about what I haven't done. Yeah. and How do I get there, right? Like exa- exactly what you're saying, like take a second, like smell the roses, like, you know, enjoy some of the accomplishments you have because that's what it's about.
1: Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just a process, man. They are, they're, they're, the path is happiness. It's not the destination. You know,
0: yeah, You know, that's something I think anybody can use in their life. So Kyle, I mean, what's the best way if someone wants to connect with you, learn more about your gym, you know, I'll put it also in the notes.
1: Yeah, they they can go on our website, NewellStrength.com. They can shoot me a message through Facebook and uh, you can put my personal number right in there, 908 they can shoot me a text, I'll get back to them. And uh, yeah, man, that's the easiest ways to get in touch with us if they wanna try something here.
0: Well, I gotta tell you, it's like a gym like no other gym. All the coaches, Kyle, uh, great family, they all care. And that's what you, you can't, that's big. People yeah. care. Yes. You know, you can't fake that. I appreciate that. That's uh, you know, that's what we try to pride ourselves on. So, Kyle, I appreciate you taking your time. Uh, again, anybody interested in learning more about Kyle, he's got great information, great videos about fasting and dieting and nutrition um just on his facebook definitely connect with him there's so much valuable content there so kyle thanks again and we'll talk to everyone soon
1: all right thanks bro